Hello, welcome to Awkwardly Anna. This is a podcast all about being you and showing up fully in this life exactly as God has created you to. In using the things that might make you feel a perceived sense of awkwardness and really embracing those things as the uniquenesses that make you who you are. I also am a Christian life coach for work at home moms. I coach moms on empowering mindset techniques and how to set and implement really sustainable routines in daily life. Thanks for listening. Hello. All right. I'm super excited. Episode 43. This is a little different for me to do, uh, but it's an area I feel very passionate about because this is an area that has changed my life. I honestly mean that. Being able to have this skill has absolutely changed and saved my life. (laughs) That might sound dramatic, but it is the truth. And this episode is about advocating for your own health, which maybe this is something where you're like, dude, I don't need to know how to do this. I assure you there will be a time in your life where for you or someone you love, whether that's a parent, a grandparent, a child, a spouse, you will need to have this skill. Uh, You need the skill for yourself, but you might not realize it. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Uh, So we are going to talk about today when it comes to advocating for your own health, the four things, five things, five, we'll call it five, two of them kind of go hand in hand, but I'm going to say the five things that you need to be able to do, the five skills you need to have to advocate for your own health. So let's just take a quick break for sponsorship and then we'll get started. Okay, so advocating for your own health. The first thing you need to do is make a list of why you want to get medical care. This might be why you want to go to your doctor, go to a certain doctor, or it just might be why do you want to see various doctors. It's what matters to you in your medical care. What matters to you about a doctor's office or a specialist office or a therapist's office? What do you want in the physical office, the communication, how billing works, how it looks? What you want in communication? Is it important for you that you can reach your doctor after hours? Is it important for you that you have a means to ask questions in between visits? Is it important to you that if you're reacting a certain way to a medication, you can get a hold of a nurse within 24 hours, within five hours? And this could even include beliefs. What do you care if your doctor holds certain spiritual or religious beliefs or not? These are all really important things to reflect on for yourself. Now, at this phase in your life, it might be as simple as, I want a doctor that's covered under my insurance. Maybe that's all that matters to you. Maybe it really matters to you that you have a doctor that has multiple doctors within the practice. So if one's out, you have an option to see another. Maybe gender really matters to you for whatever reason. It matters to you to have a male or a female doctor. Maybe it really matters to you that the doctor's office is within a 30-minute driving distance, especially if you're caring for an elderly grandparent or parent. Maybe you need it to be within a certain radius of their home. All the different things that might matter to you and how you can make this list. It can be from offices and things you've seen in the past that you've liked, or you can form this list from things that have happened or not happened that you really didn't, that you didn't like. And you might not honestly know on belief what matters to you yet. 
Um, and that's fine too. You can start Googling these things or it can just be a category that doesn't matter to you yet. And that's fine too when you're making this list. It's what matters to you. Okay, step two here is to do your research. And this can be lots of different forms of research. Obviously read the reviews online about a certain doctor or a practice, or if there are a couple different doctors you're looking into, ask around, ask friends, ask family, ask neighbors, um, even check your local Facebook pages for your community that you live in or the community that the doctor would be in. And just ask around on the doctor's office and the hospital group that they might filter into, that they might be a part of. This is, again, going to be so subjective to what matters to you. You might not care about availability on weekends. You might not care about their vaccine policies. You may might, yes, care about if there are aborted fetal cells used in vaccines, and that matters to you. So these are the kinds of areas you can also research. It doesn't have to just be like, do people say they like the doctor? Do people say the office is snotty or really kind and nice or gets back to you quickly? You know, like it's, it's the, again, it's going to be the criteria that matters to you. Now, when you are looking online at reviews, please do keep in mind, which you may already know, that there will be, you're, it's a lot more likely that you're going to hear more reviews from the people that are the angriest, that are the most upset. So take every review with a grain of salt. Really take the time to read into them and see, you know, are they upset about, did they write the whole doctor's office off because they honestly had an insurance issue with billing? or an issue with the billing department. And that's an area you feel confident negotiating and confident dealing with. Okay, then that's not actually about the doctor. <laughs> All right, so just uh, have an open mind and an analytical mind when you go through and begin researching reviews online. Um, do just be cautious about that. And this kind of, this was the one I was saying, kind of leads into number three about being able to interview doctors before actually choosing one. This was something that I didn't know until I had kids that this was something that uh, some insurance companies actually really encourage this uh, because you're going to find the doctor you stick with. Um, and then all the pediatricians, for instance, that I looked into for our kids, they encouraged this for me to come in and talk with them and ask the questions I had. And you really get a feel for the office. You get a feel for the doctor. And you just get a feel for if you're kind of clicking or not. And if you see them clicking with your kids or not, or clicking with you or not. And I think that that's so important both for you and the doctor to know, do I feel like this is going to be a good fit? I think if more people did this, you wouldn't get placed in an office or with a doctor that you didn't prefer in the first place. This has made a massive difference because you kind of know right away when something's not a great fit or when something's for sure going to be a good fit by how you're able to just have open communication with that doctor in that office group. So I would definitely recommend this one. And anything I'm saying applies if you have Medicare or Medicaid, you can also, you can still look and see how you're able to do this. If you're able to do this, it sometimes can work a little differently depending on what you're on. Um, but that then leads to number four here insurance. If you have it, use it. You can call them and see what's covered each year. 
see what incentive programs they might have for wellness, see what is available for mental health and general wellness as well. This could be that they have a certain amount of appointments you can have with the dietitian each year. It can be something like a certain amount of appointments you have covered with a therapist each year. It could be that you're incentivized to get certain stats taken, which is basically like your annual labs. And if you go and get that each year that you get a reduced rate, or sometimes they have a thing where you like are given a gift card to something. So just see what's available through your insurance. If you have insurance, there is so much that gets left on the table that you're actually paying for. And things that can be really impactful if you're not going Maybe you're going to a doctor because you have an illness, but even if you don't have an illness, there are really useful programs out there to just encourage your wellness, so to be proactive about your health, and I, to me, that's something that really matters, so definitely communicate with your insurance company. Talk to them. They have workers there, a lot of companies, 24-7, and they're there to help you, and you can ask however many questions you have. And whatever questions you have, and that's the same thing where if you're talking to someone that you're like, ha, they're not getting me exactly the answers I want, hang up and call again. Find somebody that you click with with asking the questions you have that can get you the answers you need and utilize what is available to you that you're paying for. This is a fantastic way to be advocating for your own health because what you're doing is taking your health into your own hands. You're taking ownership of it. You're taking ownership and caring about yourself and your wellness. And this is so important and empowering and just naturally leads to you being an advocate for your own health. Okay, step five, the last step here, ask questions and research. And this means asking questions to your doctor, to the office, to the medical team, to the nurses. In this, I want to be very clear on this. This is not to discredit or disrespect your doctor. This is for the purpose of working with and collaborating with your doctor and your medical team. Okay, if it's a team you're already you already have in place or if you're looking for a new doctor or finding a new specialist in an area, it helps so much to have open communication and to ask questions from a place of respect. If you don't find that you can ask questions, you know right away that this isn't the right medical team for you. Mutual respect is essential. Your doctor knows medical training more than you but you know you more than your doctor. So this is a perfect recipe for collaborating together for your optimal health and wellness. Now, why this is important as a patient to advocate, why this is such an important piece in advocating for your own health. When doctors give us information and nurses give us information, they have no way of knowing if we're understanding what they're saying. (laughs) If you just look at them and say, okay, yeah, okay, great, great. And you actually don't understand anything they've told you or any lab results they just gave you. It makes no sense to you or a medication protocol they're putting you on or a procedure they want to do next steps. And you're just saying, okay, all right, great. Okay. And you really don't know. Then that puts you in such an uncomfortable, scary position that they don't want you in. They're there to be the experts. So not only does this 
advocate and empower you, but it helps them get to showcase their skills and their knowledge. It helps all of you to be able to ask, you know, in asking in a sense, for instance, one time my doctor had rattled off all these test results and my instinct was to say, okay, great. And I was like, why is that my instinct to say that? To not ask any questions when I have this opportunity to ask my doctor questions. So then I I just sat back for a minute and I said, to be honest, you know, this, this, and this, I don't know what you're saying. I know you're telling me that this is high and this is in a suboptimal range, but like, what does this actually mean for my body? And her answer was so educational and so beautiful and so helpful. And it took maybe two minutes. It didn't extend my appointment by a ton. It was in no way disrespectful of her. It was me wanting to understand my own health and what she was saying. And it honestly made me so much more comfortable. And it was increasing my trust in her because I was understanding more. So I think this helps the whole team altogether. Now, a bad example of when I hadn't learned this lesson yet and why all of this matters so much to me is I had gotten really awful results on something years ago after I had my first son. A few months later, there were some issues that came up with my heart. And after a um, procedure I had, I didn't ask any questions when the cardiologist said, essentially in our findings, this is a medically, what you would call a medically unsatisfying finding. This is just how you're made, what it's going to be like for you. This will be your reality. And instead of asking (laughs) any questions, I said, okay. And that was it. Because I thought that was what you do with a doctor. I, I thought that's the expert. That's what you do. And it's so funny because since then, every single doctor, when they read my file and read what was said and what the findings were, says, well, that is very medically unsatisfying. And that's also not an answer. <laughs> so it, it, it was not, it wasn't advocating of me to not ask a question. It also wasn't me being a respectful patient to not ask any questions because what happened was I lost faith in like a field of medicine. I was like, oh, okay, so... They can just say this about you and write you off and say your quality of life is going to be horrible. And they're fine with that. And I thought that the whole field of medicine, that was that was kind of what they believed. And then it made me not get follow-up tests I, sh- I needed to have get in the amount of time. And it just created such a, it was weak thinking. It was a weak mindset on my part. Uh, but it took me a couple years before I stopped being so afraid of what they had said and was empowered to reach out to other doctors and and get answers. And it turns out that I had uh, an illness that was causing some of these findings to look very, very bad, a lot worse than they were. And a specialist worked with me to get that illness out of my body. And now I don't have those markers anymore. Now I don't have those symptoms anymore. So I waited years and years to take care of something 
that could have been taken care of that year had I just asked questions, had I just refused to accept that as my final answer and went and talked to other doctors and asked questions. So I want to say that if this hasn't been something you've done in the past, if you're not one that's asked your doctor's questions, maybe you have. But if you haven't felt comfortable doing this, I really encourage you to do it for your own knowledge and empowerment and to give your doctor the opportunity to showcase the kind of doctor they are. I think that that's fair. So how does this change your life, being able to advocate for your own health? The most deeply impactful way that this has helped me was when I refused to accept when a doctor told me after my late-term miscarriage, when a doctor said I would have to have five losses before they would pursue anything further. I refused to accept that answer. I knew I could not go through that again, <laughs> if I could avoid it, if there was anything I could do to avoid it. And I was able to take my medical care into my own hands. I was able to talk to some friends, talk to some people, and find a doctor that I thought really could help me and really could listen to me. And I did. I found a doctor that at first I was like, oh, this is kind of like a hippie doctor. She was holistically trained. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And she got our Adeline here. She is the reason why we were able to get pregnant with Adeline, able to not have to keep going through losses and able to sustain the pregnancy I had with Adeline and to get her here safely. And that is something that has made such a massive and profound impact on my life that I will encourage anyone that gets an answer that is unsatisfying, an answer like there's nothing we can do, an answer like you'll have to keep having losses, an answer like unexplained. Uh, there are doctors that will get to answers. So maybe that's where you need to advocate for your own health. Maybe you have been satisfied with non-answers. Maybe you have a doctor that um, they haven't gotten to the bottom of why your stomach's hurting all the time. Okay, so you ask them different questions or you find a different medical team that can help you get to the bottom of why you're having stomach issues all the time. We get into this habit of accepting less than because we think it's just part of life. And honestly, you should be able to walk. You should be able to breathe. You should be able to sleep well. You should be able to be active and exercise, which kind of goes along with walking. You should have energy. And you should have the ability to work through your feelings. You should be able to function. <laughs> so if you work on all these things and you're asking questions, you've interviewed a doctor that you really appreciate, um, you really like your doctor, you want to stay there, and you're still feeling some of these things, maybe then you know that the area you need to work on is how you're asking questions to your medical team. Maybe you don't need to switch doctors. Maybe it's a, hmm, I haven't really been asking direct questions and I need to be working on that. So just start thinking about what areas of your life you think you could be doing more with your existing medical team, or you could be doing more to find a doctor that's really going to get to the bottom of the things for you that get you living the full and fulfilled life and purpose that God has planned for you. So 
this is something I love working with people on in life coaching and coaching them in how to know what thoughts they're having, get to the core of the thought, think powerfully, and then communicate and speak powerfully. And of course, this very directly translates into how you advocate for your own health, how you show up in that space, and then how fulfilling your life is from a health, uh, both physical and mental health standpoint. So always reach out to me. My contact info is in the description here. And let me know if you're interested in working with me. Thanks, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. I would love if you would take the time to please leave me a review on whatever platform you use. That is such a huge encouragement to me and also helps other people find my show. Again, I offer Christian life coaching for work at home moms and I coach you on empowering mindset techniques and also how to set and implement sustainable routines in your daily life. If this is something you might be interested in, check out my website, www.awkwardlyanna.com forward slash coaching. Thank you guys for listening.